Welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution Podcast, where women are magical and empowered. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Monday, psychologist turned transformational feminine business coach. This podcast is for you if you want to prioritize your own pleasure, face your fears, and manifest your desires. This podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Feminine Academy, where I teach women how to turn their trauma into their superpowers. My goal is to show women that we can heal our world by creating time and financial freedom by doing whatever the fuck we want. Are you ready for the divine feminine revolution? Let's get vulnerable and go deep. I'm so honored that you're here. Hello, and welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Monday, and I have one of my favorite people here, Anna Tipton. Way back. So, welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. Okay. We're back, (laughs) and uh, I'm really excited to talk with you. And I'm going to finish putting my, it's like, kind of early in the morning and so we're still like getting ready and we're doing a little bit of a green room oh, moment here but I'm gonna put my lipstick on and I'm gonna let you brag on yourself all right so I am nearly 38 I went to school for jazz piano I've been I've been playing piano for 35 years mm-hmm. um so I do jazz piano I started out um doing that professionally and singing went to school for that as well had a lot of success and happiness, still do that a lot. And and in the past five years, just kind of like a series of events have let, like led me into energetic work. Mm-hmm. So in the past four years, I've gone from being someone who received Reiki, mm-hmm. you know, Reiki healing to being uh, a Reiki master. Literally, I just finished my, my course today. Oh I, my God. I wish like everybody in the world could get Reiki master. <laughs> Yeah. Wouldn't that be an amazing place if everyone had it? Oh my gosh. So right now that's my, I'm like really sticking a feather in my head in the, the Reiki master thing because it is really taking Reiki a further step from being like a practice to like a way of life. Yes. And that commitment is like a really awesome foundation for living so um, as I've gone through this um, final course, this final study, um, it's just been really cool. It's empowered me more than I ever thought it would beyond the practitioner. So um, you're hitting me at a really good time in, in life right now. I'm feeling Ooh, really good. Those vibes of hi. <laughs> I like it. And this handles the vibes. Yes, I'm really lucky to be here today with you because you are a big part of that, you know, the origin of my Reiki experience. Um, So for those like no one would know, but Megan was my therapist. She was the best therapist. And when I tell you I should have an honor honorary degree in therapy because I've received so much. I'm a huge, huge fan. If you know, if it's accessible to you anyone please get it and I I came to Megan with a couple things and she was just a whole vibe (laughs) a whole vibe that I was like oh I can deal with my issues in this way Mm -hmm. completely 
reframed my thoughts, um, acknowledging like the feelings in my body, reframing just everything. And you just casually suggested a Reiki session with someone. Mm -hmm. That person became my teacher. And then here I am today. But man, you and I intersected at like the right time. It was potent time for change and redirection in my life. Well, you were a dream client. And now that I've moved more into coaching, like I realized how, like we had a coaching relationship essentially. Yeah, oh my gosh, I felt it. But, you know, we talked about business and, you know, really working, especially as a mompreneur, you know, that part is really intense. And um, yeah, uh, you were saying in the green room when we were chatting that I was 11th. I hope you don't mind me saying that. But like, that is- some validation that you yes. said the and the best and so I was and like, like I'm gonna brag on myself because that would have felt really good to hear first yes. thing in the morning and like you know my parents were always very like pro therapy mm-hmm. from a, a young age like from being like a teenager and I'd be like eh, no eh, I wasn't feeling that one but you know I would continue and in and out but once I met you it was just um I was like, wow, is this what like real change feels like? I know. Every once in a while, someone will walk into my office and I'm like, wait, do I want to be your friend instead yeah, of- <laughs> it was exactly that. Oh my gosh. I was like, I definitely felt that. I definitely felt that. Yeah. Just, just super kindred spirits. And I just love being a oh, part absolutely. of your, you know, Reiki path. And that's kind of how I felt um, when Reiki came to me. I was raised by hippie parents. So I was always like a little bit of a hippie but more on like the partying like you yeah know, heavy yeah. side I, of I can I can mirror that yeah yeah and uh when Ricky came to me I was actually in grad school here I just moved to Knoxville and I was doing belly dance at Gypsy Hands and went from belly dance into Reiki and uh I really was told that part of my life purpose is really building this bridge of um therapy and energy medicine and because yeah. I do EMDR, you know, I've had a yeah. lot of people who are healing from trauma. And I think like energy modalities are the best way to oh heal. And now I've actually kind of just like incorporated that into my coaching offer. So I'm using kind of like my riff on EMDR, yeah. um, it's my own version of it. It's kind of developed over the past 10 years to really help people with mindset. Right. Cause in coaching we're like mindset, yes. mindset, mindset. And I but remember it's EMDR really- with you. And that was like a amazing, that was like a that was the yeah. And why I love EMDR so much is actually it's an energy psychology technique. So it's like totally yeah. within, even though it's mainstream psychology, energy psychology has said, yes, that's not part yeah, of that. It like leans into that. Is like kind of hypnotic trancey and that's part of, yes. uh, you know, the power of. The, that was potent the- for me. Yeah. <laughs> so catch me up. It's been a few years, like. You are, you know, a really powerful healer and advocate and, you know, like the universe has definitely used you as a catalyst in certain ways. So just catch us up a little bit on, you know, what's your focus now and yes. what were some of those big moments? Um, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, this is, I'll start the story kind of like, I don't know, a few, a few years ago, we'll, we'll go back a little bit because it comes around a little bit. Um, so, you know, I moved, I'm originally from Brazil. Mm -hmm. I moved from Brazil to Connecticut. Mm -hmm. I was raised in Connecticut. My dad's from Tennessee. That's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. But 
the beginning of this journey for me started with like an event. So we talked about this when Mm -hmm. I was with you and it's a story that I share with people. I don't know, just to like, when it feels right. And it also just like creates, it it calls for depth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So when I lived in Connecticut, I lived in Sandy Hook, Newtown, uh, right around the time of the Sandy Hook school shooting for whomever doesn't remember that or you weren't around for that. It was, you know, horrific school shooting. And I worked across the street from the school and I also lived across the street from the school. And so on that day, I had the job of my life was a barista on a river. All right. It was like me <laughs> and the river and the people. It, it, was was awesome. it was a whole vibe. It was so awesome. And like, so that morning, it was like a mom place to hang out. Basically, you know, you drop your kids off, you come here and hang out. And then like, I'm gone. Right. Yes. <laughs> it was awesome. I knew all the moms and stuff. So on the day of that event, um, you know, a lot of women, you know, it's all moms there. They all get that phone alert, something being wrong at the school. Mm-hmm. So everyone's kind of like vaguely freaking out. The woman I'm working with, like the like assistant manager, has a kid in high school and she gets the same alert. So it's like, it's like this whole school system, everyone's super confused. And then like a minute later, we see about 30 to 50 cop cars, state troopers, like driving to the school. And I'm like already like chill. And it's like, I see the cop cars right before the cop cars, like about two minutes prior, before everyone gets these texts, we hear like guns, you know, rapid fire. Like mm-hmm. I had my next door neighbor was taking her dogs out in front of my coffee shop. And she was like, whoa, you know, what's that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely insane. And I'm thinking, like, I don't know a lot about guns, but I know that I live in rural Connecticut, and I'm thinking, I don't know, is it deer season? There's a lot of deer there. It was just super weird, and the mind, like, rejects that. But then after she mentions that, comes inside, the cop cars start passing by. And and then parents get, like, a second round of texts specifying that the event is at the elementary school. And so you see, I have chills right now. The women, all of the women there had kids in the school. They got a text and they're saying, you know, more specifically, um, it's a shooting. Do not approach the school. It is still happening. It's active. Do not come to the school. So every woman left her bag, her shit, and just got up and ran to the school. I'm covered. the mamas. Yeah. And when when you see the like their face, you know, when you see like a, a message like that, it's just like gray. Yeah. Um, it was really nuts and it happened very, very fast. And like I was not a mom then. I was like in my twenties and I was just like, wow, 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 like something crazy is happening, but I don't really know the extent. So uh, they leave, all their stuff is there, and it's like that is very powerful. Just like that right there, feeling that energy and then seeing that like mama action, like running towards fire. 
Yeah. It's just, I saw that and I was like, wow. Um, and I mean, in high heels, not looking for cars across the street, like just running the school's right there. So I get a call and it's, someone calls the cafe and I'm like, what? Okay. And it's CNN asking wow. me to describe what's happening. And, I, and I'm thinking like, what? Like, you know, how is this? You know, what? how do they know what's happening? And like, and so I just described what I saw. So like in the hours after there's, I'm talking about like the hour or two after there was a lot of um, police warning, just like everyone lock your door, shut the windows, don't exit your house, don't exit your building. So I'm locking the cafe, drying the windows. My husband's at our apartment and they, you know, staying close to the ground because they said like the person's not been apprehended. They still don't know what's happening. There's a lot of like misinformation. So they're just like, stay low to the ground. Like, don't be by your windows. Someone's like around doing this. So four hours later, it finally kind of like, we're seeing it on the news. Mm. And I like leave work. I'm like, shutting down the cafe. I can't even, I can't even. The assistant manager was stronger than me at the moment. She's like, I'm staying. She's like, I'm staying because like people may need a place to go and I don't know. So I couldn't handle it for whatever reason. So I go back to my house and which is like a stone's throw away from my work. And I start hearing like how many people were lost in it. The numbers were like going up and up and up and um, and that it was like, you know, 20 plus people, most of them first graders. And I have a first grader right now. So, you know, yeah. the nine reels. So like for the next two months that town turned into like a whole CNN was parked there, you know, Italian TV, Brazilian TV, you know, Japanese, like news stations from everywhere. But that night, me and my husband walked up to the school to, to pray, to leave candles, to leave flowers and just to honor the moment. And it was my first energetic experience of knowing knowing the lives lost were there. It was very heavy. I'm covered in chills, mm -hmm. very heavy. And, but I felt like they were holding space for me. Like it was, I was like out of control, like, you know, crying and, and I just felt this like warm energy. And the message I got was like, we're holding space now for you. Ooh. And a lot of people had come in the night, all lit up with candles stuffed animals and, and stuff like that. Months later, the whole town would be like that covered with presents yeah. and candles and different, the whole city. But that one night I felt the energy there, like right above. And that was so powerful for me. It just like changed my life. It like energetically something, something that was blocked was unblocked or, or something. And it just, um, it touched my heart. I, I, I just like the impression I got from that experience was that they were there almost being like, you know, you guys are grieving. I'm sorry. The kid. <laughs> Girl, you got me crying on my own. You know what I mean? And, um, oh, yeah. It was just really crazy. And I walked away from the school, obviously, like feeling so sad, but feeling like wow, the human spirit is like, what? Because the impression oh. that I got was like, we're here. 
Yeah. You know, it wasn't a, a terrorizing feeling. It was just a, the presence of a child, but mm -hmm. lots of children. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really life changing. And that sent me on, it just increased my awareness as to like for the rest, say pre that, I lean into the unseen more than what's obvious. Yeah. It put yeah. me on this like path to be like, what is unseen is like what I want to know about, mm -hmm. what I want to learn about. Because okay. that night I didn't see anything right, but I'm different. Yeah. I'm something happened to my heart. So yeah, to talk about a heart opening initiation. Yeah, so for my husband as well. It was like um, we were having dreams and all sorts of and all sorts of stuff. So we moved away from that area because it was like really hard for mm -hmm. there was some trauma with that. Sure. Um, of course. You know, like secondhand because that coffee shop was a real hub of the community. Mm -hmm. And um it was just it was nuts, but after a while, it started to hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, the it had changed there for a bit, so we decided to move to Tennessee. You know, where my my dad had moved with my mom and my sister, so my husband and I moved down here. And like a couple years go by, and like I I'm struggling emotionally for reasons outside of that, and I see you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have some other issues I'm working now, but you suggest Reiki to me. And the Reiki was like that unseen, that was like, again, heart changing, life altering. And I thought after that Reiki session, I'm leaning into whatever this is. Mm -hmm. I can't even put my finger on it, but I'm going to lean into it. Mm -hmm. um, is that with Beverly or who's yeah. the who, way, yes Beverly's amazing and she also did the fearless feminine so like it's all are you serious yeah 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 she's awesome yeah um, incredible and yeah I see her still now um but it was like coming to see you was like okay like the next like you know hand off in the baton of like okay mm -hmm. this is what i'm doing now you know what i mean yeah. so uh, like if i'd never met you i would like wouldn't know who knows do you know what i mean um and that's but, such a big thing because i often recommend reiki to like anyone who will listen <laughs> um yeah, because people will come to therapy, you know, thinking like that's the answer and therapy can be amazing, but like particularly for trauma, it doesn't necessarily have all the answers because the trauma really does live in the body yes. and in the brain. And so yeah. you need like the energy piece to like unhook you from yes. whatever you're hooked up to that you don't want to be. And like understanding, um, you know, like there's a body that's physical here. There's a body that's emotional here, and then there's a spiritual body here as well, and beyond, and beyond. Um, you know, you're open and obviously, like, meant to be doing this, but, like, for a lot of people, it's like, you want me to what? You want me to, like, go lay out a table and oh do Oh, my what? gosh. <laughs> I can mystify this to everyone before I start, <laughs> you know, because, like, a lot of people, like, that I would hang out with, right? They would like be like, oh yeah, heck yeah. Like I'm laying down right here. 
you know what I mean? They're like there for it. But when I I give Reiki to people, um, I do a lot of distance Reiki. They're first timers. Mm-hmm. I always send a video of myself kind of like demystifying it. Nice. Or else people, first of all, you get like my vibe a little bit. And yeah. then people um, get their like a lot of like misconceptions out of the way. Like it's a religious thing <laughs> yeah. or like tied to like a dogma or something like that. It's, it's personal development. Mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. So yeah, it's fun explaining it. You know, I, I love to do that because it takes this like abstract thing and I want to be like, no, you know, like this is, this is actually you taking care of yourself. You ended up here. This is not woo you ended up here like for a reason and the first experience, like they'll, they'll know. Sometimes it is like the people you least expect, you know, to be very receptive Mm -hmm. that come back and they're like, yeah, that was life changing. What? (laughs) I know. I I was on a sales call for my mastermind and and this person does Reiki too, but we were having a discussion about like healing trauma and I'm like, well, first of all, you have to have the mindset that like you, even if it's like your whole childhood, right? Like you can heal this thing, you know? And then she was like asking me like, but like, how does it work and how does it heal? And and then we were kind of just joking about like actually explaining Reiki or like, she's like, and then there's an Asian guy on a mountain and he trips and falls and she's like, actually, I'm like the story and the explanation is like weirder than the experience. Like it, it so, is. It it really is. And, and can you like explain healing? Like I'm trying to figure that out in my marketing, how to do that exactly, because the explanation piece is just really hard. But like when you have the session, it yes. fucking changes everything, right? Yes. Like what I do yeah. uh with people is but I will like demystify like the actual physical process. Um, and, 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 and in like the most basic terms to say, you know, this is like an amplification, I'm a conduit of energy and I'm just amplifying, you know, healing energy into your base or addressing these bodies, right? Cause you, you, we all have issues, physical, emotional, mm-hmm. spiritual, ABC, and I'll text you when it starts, I'll text you when it ends and then I'll FaceTime you uh, afterwards and normally like we'll have a talk after you know right my impressions their impressions mm-hmm. i love hearing the impressions of like distance rate like it's awesome but oh my gosh. then if they care i go into like the history mm-hmm. you know because people will be like what like how you know what i mean and it's just what it is it's amazing that it's understanding how like energy works mm-hmm. and reiki is just like a a pass, you know, that honors that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really like, you know, with taking uh, mastery, it's really like brought to the forefront how much Reiki is really like just taking steps back to yourself. Mm-hmm. Primordial that. lineage, right? Like, mm-hmm. so at the root of it, it's that everything in Reiki should take you a little bit closer to yourself, which is your healing, mm-hmm. which is the oneness and and everything like that but it's fun explaining i tell you and everyone yeah. like needs a different you know like needs a different version of the explanation depending on you know what they're going through and and this and that but I, it was I interesting 
I was doing like a distance shamanic healing session and, um, you know, it was, it was like, she was on a journey. And so we weren't like live on video or anything, but at one point I feel like, you know, I'm like taking an arrow out, you know, or like a sword or something like, yeah. I was, like pulling something out. And then she's like, yeah. And then I removed the sword and I'm like, okay, I did that too. <laughs> like I felt oh that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like such powerful confirmation. Um, yeah. Of, you know, what I was experiencing and then, yes. you know, through it, I like passed out. Right. And she was like, Oh, good yeah. for you. You totally surrendered. You went even deeper, you know? And so oh. I think in our like masculine kind of patriarchal view, we think we have to like work hard and it has to be seen and it has oh to be gosh. researched and it has to have like numbers attached to it. You know, yeah. we can't just like, no. yeah, a universal force that's so powerful. And when I decided to do Reiki for myself, like 15 years ago, um, it was yeah. because my dad had cancer and I felt like so yeah. powerless. And I've been talking yes. about this a lot because he's just finished his treatment for the third time. And he, so he's That's a three time cancer survivor. Wow. Um, but like, it gave me so much power to feel yes. like I can shift my health. And then like shortly, well, I guess it was a few years later, but like, particularly when I was pregnant with Luna. Yeah you know, whenever I was anxious or like worried, was it going to be okay? Like all of yes. these things, right. I would just like do Reiki on my belly and, and she came out with her hot little hands. So uh, yes. <laughs> like if, if mama has Reiki, baby has Reiki, you know? Yes. Oh right. my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's yeah. very true for you. Like, oh my gosh. But yeah, it's very like empowering, you yeah, know, especially like the precepts and everything, you know, and you know, I will not anger, you know, I will do my work honestly, ABC. It's really like, gives you these like, yeah, don't worry. Like, that's that are, yeah. They give you these things that are very like general things to like live by. Mm -hmm. When you take them serious, they're really positive. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, it's really, really awesome. Very empowering. And like just knowing you know, your father is ill. I, I do it like it's empowering for me and my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like my daughter constantly asks for Reiki. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like a nightly thing. She's like, please Reiki. Yeah. And I, I think that part of the reason why he is a three-time cancer survivor is that he had acupuncture. He had Reiki. He did therapy. He yeah. did hypnosis. He did nutrition. You it's know, he whole, did the, the alternative thing. therapy along with the the chemo and whatnot. And, you know, it's yeah. really hard. Like we had to kind of really go like my mom, he has leukemia this time, which is like many, 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 many treatments. It's different than a lot of the other cancers. And we were really like being so crunchy, like yeah. what? more treatment and more treatment and more treatment. It's like really hard decision to think like, Whoops. you know, do we do this? Um, you know, it's still like medical is still such a paternalistic thing. Like while the research yeah. says we got, you know, four is the minimum. But then they really don't have like a ton of stuff to corroborate that, you know, like they don't try like one versus two versus three versus four, you know, like, yeah. so I don't know. It's really hard, I think, to make a decision like that. And so for him, he just like went with both, you know, each time he went through a which I think is why he's still alive. I really do because yes. that energy work has been so powerful. Oh my um, and I love that your little daughter asked for it. And I'm sure she's a little, you know, goddess yeah. on her own right. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, her, her room's filled up with crystals and, you know, essential oils and, and all these things. Yes. So is mine. Um, so, and, and you've had a little boy since, since we last yeah. close. And so I was just asking you a little bit about like, what was it like having a baby through the COVID years? And oh my gosh. If there's well, anything you want to share about that. I got, first of all, his birth, you know, when I came to you, I was like really wanting a second. Yeah. 
Yeah, we so, both like, That was a big part of it. And so, like, I had him and I had, you know, like, these plans to do an unmedicated mm-hmm. birth and it, it went down that way. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, you know, my first, I had an, an epidural. So, like, the beginning of his life was very uh, empowering for mm-hmm. me. It was like, yeah. whoa! You know, it was like, I was like vibing so high that people were like coronavirus. And I was like, what? I know. Like, it's never going to happen to me. I'm invincible. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just popped a baby out without drugs. Yeah. And I'll also be spending the next six months at home, you know, anyways. So it was a, his birth like informs kind of the, you know, how I feel about life and, and him and, and my, my other, my other child. It was just really cool. It was, uh, first of all, you know, I had an epidural the first time. Feeling a contraction is like alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole thing felt like outer space. Do you know what I mean? Something yeah. out of this world. <laughs> You're definitely in an altered state if you do it naturally. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know what I mean? Tripping it, as that baby's coming out, you know? <laughs> it was just like, it, it was painful, but more than painful, it was like, up here did you do a water birth or were you just like, i did it yeah i, I, I don't think i could have done it without the hot tub you know i love hot tubs that's like part of my brand but like literally yeah. that's where it all started was in the the water birth. i'm so surprised i got a room without a tub that was like oh. the only reason and they were like really nice suites and i'm like whatever you know what i mean i was like in positions that like lord have mercy um so that's how that happened it well, was, you deserve an extra like medal for that because oh my gosh, and I had my classical music like blaring, uh-huh. and, and it was just awesome. And there's a moment right before he was born, you know, cliche. I say, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and, and a nurse that I'd never seen before grabbed my face, and she was like, "You're doing it right now." Oh, I and love I, it. I haven't seen her since. And then she left the room. Oh, she's like an angel nurse came in. Yeah. Your like, guy was all up in your face. And I was like, okay. And then it was just like, <laughs> so it was like that woman's energy. First of all, like, wow. It was like, gosh, you know, like these people that like help you through stages of life, you know, yeah. like a guide. Yeah. It was like a guide. Mm-hmm. And I just, in that one moment, I felt like I downloaded like so much from her. Mm-hmm. I just felt like she was, you know, just guiding me through this like rough patch. It's not the first time I've like, felt that, but you know, we, we went home, we stayed there for a day. It was crazy. My anxiety was definitely, um, when I got home and the news and all that, that was kind of nuts. Uh, and I had a daughter in kindergarten online mm-hmm. and, uh, it was crazy, but it really prompted me to, uh, I was like, it, it felt stir crazy at a point. So, and I was like, you know what? We need forward motion mm-hmm. in life. I need forward motion. Mm-hmm. So I got um, back to like, to Reiki. I was like, you know what? I'm taking Reiki all the way. I'm taking all the way. I'm getting special certifications. I'm doing like, I got my maternal Reiki certification and I've taken it all the way up to now. And I'm going to be doing Reiki for grief. Um, so well, perfect, like full circle back to what you shared about the school shooting, you know, like yes. that. And I think, and, you know, yeah. I, like, I think it's, it's so nuts. kind of person to do the grief work because it's so hard. And to be honest with you, even though I do a lot of trauma work and that's my specialty, like, 
it's still like a grief session is so hard because you can't make it better. Like it's just hard. It's yeah. a tough thing, you know, and just to circle back to the birth thing, I've talked about my birth uh, several yeah. times on this podcast, you know, having midwives and healers and stuff come on. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if I've shared this part, like we had done like hypnobirthing. So there's all these birds chirping and like affirmations. I had my like salt lamp, I smuggled yes. in the hospital room and all that in the tub. Beautiful. And then at a certain point where I had that moment, like you did, where it was like, I did drugs all my teenage years and then I decided like like, childbirth like why is that a good idea you know and it was that moment of like completion like you're saying I was almost there but I thought I still had like so much more to go and at one point my husband god love him um was like I think it's time to put on Ani DeFranco (laughs) I was born to Ani DeFranco and there may have been um definitely some cuss words and I remember like afterwards like there was like a little cantina like on the floor and you like you know could go and get snacks or whatever and this woman was like um did you just have a baby and I was like yeah and she was like was it natural and I was like yeah she was like I heard you screaming and cussing I prayed for you <laughs> oh my gosh amazing <laughs> and that was so funny because you know when you get like frustrated with your little like goddess daughter you know yeah. uh I feel oh like my gosh. Same moment, <laughs> like oh, Luna, get out, you know and they actually I've shared this before but they had made me like uh they kept wanting to monitor me in the yes. tub and so they kept making me do these like basically like bridges and like oh. I'm already a plus size mama with a big old baby belly oh, I can't even imagine it just like petered out my labor and so they like put me onto the bed and then everybody's like quintessentially like yelling at me to push and I just like oh. shut down and like everything froze and so even though these were midwives they go you don't get that baby out right now we're gonna put you in c-section and i just went ah! <laughs> and popped her out <laughs> they knew <laughs> it was so funny because it did go from this like really like beautiful like thing to like ani defranco cursing and coercion and threats just to like yeah. pop her out in time um so it's like whatever it takes but whatever it's it takes real kind of circle moment but it was just funny oh um, my gosh there's there's mm-hmm. literally nothing like it. And as, as I was doing it, I was like, well, I'm never doing this again. And then immediately <gasps> after, immediately after, I was like, oh, I'll do this again. Oh. You know, because you're like in this like moment of like, oh, my God. And like, mm, two. But, you know, I pumped the brakes since then. <laughs> Powerful. I know. I know. But, oh, um, gosh. yeah, Arthur is his name. And he's he's an awesome little boy. Um. He's on the spectrum. We've recently found out, but he's really um, like, you know, you hear this all the time from like autism parents, like, oh, you know, they, they teach me so much. And mm-hmm. he has like opened my, even me, who someone who like lives in the deep. Mm-hmm. I, I live for the deep. I live in the deep. I choose to be there. Like, even for someone like me, he's opened more like there's more depth. <laughs> yeah. I mean? And I thought I had a pretty good grasp on like, you know what I mean? But there's more, there's more, there's like worlds within worlds, within worlds. Um, yes. A and huge gonna... book suggestion for like literally any human like on earth yeah. is the reason I jump. Oh. And it's by a 13 year old autistic boy, nonverbal, um, mm. I believe from Japan. And there's this one page on water. It's a question and answer form. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. You know, first of all, I'm a Pisces moon. I'm like water. My husband's Pisces moon. I feel yeah. I love my Pisces people. Pisces moon. So I'm like a water person. Deepest conversations ever with a Pisces. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And the love of water. Yeah. And and Arthur's a double Pisces. Oh. He he wants to be water. You know what I mean? Which which I like, which I like to say, which that sounds cool when I say it. But like, you know, he wants to just like meld with water. Mm-hmm. So in this book, there's one page and it says, why, um, I'll, I'll surmise very quickly, why, why do you like water so much? You know, his mom's asking him, why do you like water so much? And he like, you know, types out, water reminds me of a distant, distant, distant past. Mm-hmm. Like primordial, primeval before like there were humans i'm talking aquatic life mm-hmm. he was like why did that creature who chose to come that one creature that first one that decided to go from water mm-hmm. to land that one creature put us all on this path where we just build constructs on top of constructs and time and money just because that one creature like went out now humans are just boxed and boxed and there's all these limiting qualities. Mm-hmm. And he's like, when I'm with water, I feel like I'm in the natural flow of life. Mm-hmm. And that is time, like the pulse mm-hmm. of oneness. And he's like, I don't know how else to say it, but like, it's mm-hmm. like just that, that like primordial aquatic form, that life form. Mm-hmm. And after I read that, I was like, yeah um there's uh rebecca campbell who does like you know she's got books and decks and everything yeah. there's, there's one of the cards that i always pull which is mini tonkin which is like another yeah. world where the water was clear and it was kind of like an idyllic society where there was like peace and love and inclusivity and i feel like that's oh a God. piece of where like yeah. that remembering like comes yeah. through in my version of like the matriarchy and divine feminine revolution that this is like yeah. possible but yeah. it's like a world that no longer exists. And so there's like this morning and I think a lot of star seeds or healers or empaths or whatever yes. you want to call yourself have these rememberings of like a more perfect world. And we're here to like raise yes. the vibration and also just teach yeah. about, I was just getting super, you know, I'm crazy with astrology, but I was getting super deep into my chart and I have um, <laughs> Jupiter, um, Saturn and Pluto all in Libra and the Bellium, like right there, which we had a lot of that, like through the 2020, yeah. it was in Capricorn, but we had a lot of that around COVID times. Right. But, um, I was looking more into that and it was like, you're te- here to teach people how to love. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's my life purpose. <laughs> yeah. And like, so, yeah. Check. <laughs> um, one last thought too, just to circle back to your son. Um, you know, yeah. part of my work story uh was working with the Maori healers when they would come to town and they're just like incredible indigenous healers and I feel like so blessed to have you know worked with them and be taught and healed by them and um the they don't have words for good or bad in their language and um, their perspective of autism is that they're multidimensional and so I think like what if every parent had that as their version of what's happening you know that these are incredible like healers that are showing up on our planet yeah um versus like you know a more pathologized version and so i definitely wanted to share that with you Uh, you know obviously you already know that in your heart but yeah Yeah. like 
to put I love to hear that like outside. It's like, it's really, um, you know, and it even comes back to like Reiki. It's just like that primordial lineage of like who you really are. Not like your, your face, your head, your voice, your thoughts, but like up, up here. Yeah. You are taking steps towards that and, and realizing, you know, all the dimensions to that. And I'm like, all right, guru, <laughs> my son. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. One final last story is, um, I had, when Luna was born, I had a bunch of like past life readings and, um, like, like what lives did we all have together? And there was like a yes. couple different ones, but apparently there was one where we were like, um, monks in Asia and, uh, like Luna was the guru and we were like disciples. <laughs> and I think yeah. it might have ended badly as sometimes our past lives do. It gives us all the like yes. stars or whatever. But I always thought it was funny. I'm like wiping my guru's ass as yeah, my like, <laughs> diaper. <laughs> you know, and I like yell at her, you know, I'll be like, man, yeah. pick up your shoes. I'm like, here, I'm like, am I gonna get like I'm like, oh I'm not gonna <laughs> talk to your guru like that. I'm like, am I gonna get like a life? You know, yeah, like yeah, pick up your shoes. Like, <laughs> oh my god, she woke me up at like four a.m. this morning, and it's just words came out of my mouth, and I was like, oh. yeah, he's like, mommy, sorry, please don't wake me up in the middle of the night. I'm not very yeah. nice. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh she this little mystic, she kept me from sleep for like five years. It's gotten so much better, but like, really, still, still oh my gosh, she didn't sleep all the way through the night um, for years. You oh my god <laughs> yeah arthur has like you know trouble trouble sleeping so it's like that'll oh yeah and eclipses and i made the mistake oh. of usually her grandma like go keep her overnight on a saturday and that was like the new moon eclipse and she was like i don't know if this is true i don't know if grandma <laughs> corroborated the story but she was like i was up till 3 a.m and i was like oh i i forgot like i mean i knew it was the eclipse because i'm you know obsessed with those things but yeah. i was like Oh, I probably should have kept her home that night. <laughs> like, that's kind of an intense one to go through, like, you know, yes. in the middle of the night by yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might have only, been a only the strongest. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Anna, I like um, definitely want to have you back because we could, uh, you know, we just love like, it. Surface of all the different things you could talk about. Um, yes. But definitely, like, let's hear what are you selling? What are your offers? How do we find you? Okay. Totally book a session with Anna. Thank you so much. Um, You know, right now I'm working through uh, Instagram as my main platform. So um, that handle is at the vibes architect, but it's at the underscore vibes underscore architect. Um, And you can book with me through there. Um, I offer a couple of different kinds of Reiki, you know, just general Reiki, which is like what, what I receive when I receive Reiki. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also do maternal Reiki, which addresses um, infertility um, during pregnancy, pregnancy loss. Um, I'll have to circle back really quick to that pregnancy loss, um, postpartum, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff covers all of that. Important. I love I- your taking care of the mamas. <laughs> yeah. And then we do a Reiki for the home, you know, okay. like home Reiki. And, and that's so powerful. Like I have my office cleared. Um, often. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can do it too, but I do like to have other people just come do it because they're like, it's a nice exchange. Yeah. 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 
and and also my home because you know like portals are open up or like you know yes. particularly with therapy office if people are like releasing, releasing. Quite a bit, you know um so highly recommend that for people yeah like reiki like for businesses reiki for home um you know in my last so yes so those are my offerings and i'll i'll kind of like close with this like you know in my last um attunement I, you know, I was basically, I, I knew this already, but I'm leaning now into like mediumship with babies, yes. you know, past before they were brought earthside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's like been cultivating on its own for a few years now and made itself like very, very obvious to me in the past mm -hmm. year. And then mm -hmm. with my last attunement, you know, really brought it home. I love that because I've worked through miscarriages with, with therapy clients and it's just, oh gosh, especially a lot of times they're like the first time, you know, yeah. like the first time getting pregnant and I'm yeah. it early. Yeah. Um, just so again, like back to those brief sessions, like yeah. I feel like those have been some of the most heartbreaking um, ones and, you know, yeah. you have on to like have, you know, their babies and like have the dream come true. But yeah, I really do believe that um, like a good friend of mine, had one and um it has gone on to she had a healing session it's gone yeah. on to four babies like amazing you know and so yeah. yes. um, I just like to kind of share like the success stories because I think in that oh moment gosh. it's like world ending you know yes so, love also, you're offering healing. what's really like interesting and I've always thought this was like kind of mind-blowing like since I was a child like the energetic space of like not being born yet mm -hmm. but like you know being in the womb but like consciousness and connectivity like to the other side and like mm -hmm. um energetic imprints that happen you know when a miscarriage happens and when a regular you know like when a fulfilled mm -hmm. pregnancy happens like you know all the there's a lot of information there Mm -hmm. You know, like even in a, in a miscarriage, like, um, that child like needed you for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Needed some of you for a bit and then, you know, got what it needed. So, um, it's, it's a, I stay there in my mind a lot, you know, yeah, I've seen like souls that go through like where it's the same baby, but like the timing was right. Yes. The time, you know, like in their life yes. or to have it you know absolutely it, yeah for me it's like a personal thing mm -hmm. you know what I mean and like so yeah that soul cycling back and just there's just so much like information that like unborn babies like have mm -hmm. you know and then um, we can very quickly just feel like oh there's nothing you know but there was something yeah there yeah was something yeah and, and I find that like a lot of times um, you know, they healed the mama and then she's able yeah. to have babies, you know, like they yeah. helped release something really deep as well. Yes. So, yeah. I think that's and like really to know cool. the inf information around those events is like really life changing and mm -hmm. empowering and like altering, like on. put the glasses on, you know, yeah. like, it's like, okay, it's, it's a bit way deeper than I thought. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so good to reconnect with you. And I wish we had more time. Thanks. I'll like definitely have you on. And for all of those y'all listening, I still need a few people for my mastermind. And so this is such a great testimonial because it really is the combo of like all my years of like healing trauma as a therapist. Yeah. 
um, doing the energy work. And not only do I have Reiki, but I have the Blue Star, which I got to introduce you to Kim. So the Blue yeah. Star Palladian was like, like Reiki, but like different. And yeah. it lets you travel and do all kinds of things. Um, and oh, every um, time you bring like something. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It is funny because like Kim was so into the blue star and then she's initiated a lot of the people that have gone through fearless feminine. So we do sort of like have a hub of like Pleiadian blue star initiators. And for me, it actually like grounded me for once in my life, like in a good way (laughs) and um, allowed me to like, I was always very intuitive, but now I can like go get messages and whatnot and um, just really helped me not take on other people's stuff, which as an empath was like something that really kind of as a therapist. Yeah. So anyway, um, the mastermind is going to be awesome. It's a hybrid of every other week, like sisterhood kind of group coaching yeah. sessions. And then it is one-on-one work doing like a version yeah. of EMDR. It's, it's uh, ascended, the ascended EMDR, um, you know, doing the Pleiadian and the Reiki and like taking people up and also clearing it out. And then also really just like doing that mindset because really simple, like, you know, a lot of people feel like I can't get what I want. And then it's like, yeah. well, if you want your program if you feel like I can't get what I want. Right. And that's usually related yeah. to some kind of like trauma or childhood thing or past yes, thing literally. or whatever the hell. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we can actually clear that out, not just by like writing your intention over a hundred times, but just yes. by like really releasing it. Then like things get really, really magic. Yeah. So everyone yeah. here should know that you, Megan, put into words what really is a feeling and it's so hard to do that. Mm. You know, you're so good at that. Thank you. You're so good one-on-one. And even in the group set- setting, which I experienced with you, like, so good. You just, like, yeah. say all the right things yeah. and ask all the right questions. And, like, uh-huh. you can feel that, like, you know, like, the energy, like, the, and the interest and, like, the love coming from you. Yeah. So it's a really powerful thing to get to work with you in any, in any way. Like I said, you are the, you're, you're the GOAT. Greatest of all time. Especially with my Capricorn rising. I am a little bit of a goat there. I'm like climbing that damn mountain, right? <laughs> all right. Well, I love reconnecting you. And yeah, I just love it so much. Bye, everybody. Oh Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Want to keep the conversation flowing? Find us on Facebook at the Divine Feminine Revolution Facebook group, where revolutionary women gather to listen to their hearts, monetize their gifts, and change the world.